hello, hello, hello. Wow. Hello, hello. Wow. 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 Incredible. I can't Great wait. Great to see you, yeah. everybody. You know, metaphorically speaking. Of course. Um, <laughs> of course. How else? If you are seeing us right now, that is not normal. No. If you're listening to us and you hear our voices, but you also see us, I please uh, seek the advice of a medical professional. Or a that shouldn't be happening. Guide. Or a guide of some kind. You might have synesthesia. Mm, which is very cool and probably helpful <laughs> and, in a lot and of artistic... And not, okay, well. <laughs> um, where I went to college, which was like a very dumb, like liberal arts, you know, classic, the whole kit and caboodle. And to a man, everyone claimed to have facial blindness because like the oh, moth or something had done a story like I think six weeks before we started college. And I was like, no, you're just selfish and you're not learning. You're just an asshole. Yeah, you're not learning people's names. Literally I used fine. to make a, a joke about that as well. There also, who wrote that fucking... It's the guy who wrote all those books that everybody loved. The doctor who died. Uh, Oliver. Martin Luther King? K- <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's Martin Luther King. Kelly, yeah? Kelly you're banned from this podcast <laughs> for saying that. Um, Oliver Sacks? Yeah, something like that. All right, anyways. Hi, everyone. Welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And we know your faces because Sometimes we're not assholes. you want to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. Knows your face. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is a service industry podcast, uh, and we'll do our best to deliver that promise. Yeah. To you. For sure. Like we do every week. Um, how are you, how, Lillian? How oh, the hell are wow. You? You, you got to me first. Um, I am doing fine. Um, the only thing that's really been going on is that... I'm having to relearn how to drink alcohol, which is not something I thought I would have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we kind of maybe reference this, but my tolerance is quite different than it used to be mm-hmm. working in a restaurant. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I think you said this and I think it's so true. Like it's not just the alcohol tolerance, it's the tolerance to having a hangover. Right. <laughs> where right. it's like, I used to just be hungover pretty much every day low level hungover constantly yeah. yeah so it's like then now being like oh I can just wake up and I'm okay so then when I am hungover I can really tell no and I'm like I am at this point my I feel like I have the experience level of like a literal fucking teen at drinking I went out and had cocktails on an empty stomach everybody cocktails empty stomach right are you kidding me? And I like that is one oh one. Some, you know, the slut girl in your grade was like, "Babe, you gotta eat a burger." Like she told you how to do that. I forgot what she told me. Do you know what I right. mean? Right. Or the slut, the really slutty girl is like, "Yeah, you just don't eat," and then you're like, "You." Just... Here's an Adderall. Right. Exactly. Okay. Well, anyways, it sucked, and I was <laughs> trying to sell it. I don't do that, and I was trying to celebrate something with a friend, and it turned into absolute fucking chaos because. I'm a fucking grown up and I forgot the rules. Right. And I forgot my body myself and I paid the price. It's tough. So anyways, I'm trying to be like, okay, like, why don't you just, I don't know. I'm, everyone's forgetting how to behave is really the bottom line in every sense of the word. <clears throat> but uh, that's my journey so far. 
2021. You know, going back to square one in 2021. Love it. New decade. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm, uh, yeah, I texted Lillian this weekend because I was doing some kind of JFK Jr. QAnon research, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, so I was like, do you, what do you think about the way that JFK Jr. died? And Lillian was like, it was normal and nothing bad happened. And I was like, so we agree. Yeah. <laughs> and it's settled. And that's what I was going to say. And that's what you said. So perfect. Well, here's the thing. To be fair, I guess, I'll, as I later was, was sort of reflecting, <laughs> is that I... <laughs> I guess I really haven't heard anything, and you think I would have, yeah. by my studies, um, that I, you think I would have heard, a, you know, a conspiracy about that. Well, I'm happy to send you an ep or two of this Aussie mm. podcast that I've been listening to. I just don't... Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Rich people are always in tiny planes. It's yeah. one of the things they love the most, and so the odds are just so high. Well, I said that know. Okay, well, huge brag. Um, please don't uh, take a little trip on a rainy night. Well, I, I hope he does, but, you know. Okay, well, you know, <clears throat> whatever you may wish, I hope it comes true. Thank you. Um, but, yes, so I do think that that was a, an accident. But, again, open to interpretation. Please send me the information that you have, the classified information. Yeah, please, please send me um, the documents. Yeah, the, if you could send me those documents, that would be incredible. I know a lot of people died for you to give me those documents, but right. I need one more person. If you're like a maybe. Navy kind of person <laughs> and you have the, the clearance level and, and you're an FOH listener, we would just love to be in touch. Yeah, please uh, get in contact. And um, I do have signal and telegram, so, uh, <laughs> telegram or whatever. So just do, go through so one of those channels. Cool. It'll be covert. Um, there's lots of benches around where I am, so we can meet up. Um, anyways, wow, both of our how we're doings really paint a picture of health, our of health and vitality, and uh, I think positive, uh, you know, positive trends. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> folks, I'm drinking a red Gatorade. A red Gatorade disgusting okay i developed a taste for it when i was really sick earlier this year so not interesting okay so um let's just do this fucking podcast okay, and great. uh so we can all go home so <laughs> uh, we're in the middle of Times square right now so yeah, you, you hear some kind of chatter in the background <laughs> um so we wanted to just Obviously, it's been in the news, so Biden put out his stimulus plan, and it's, everyone got mad for various different reasons, but one of the things that it includes is abolishing the tipped minimum wage and raising the minimum wage for everyone to $15 an hour, mm -hmm. um, and that obviously kicked off a hailstorm of talking points that we've all seen and heard it was the recycling of three points in various different formats for four days. And 
on Twitter, um, and it was pure hell. So naturally, we thought we should talk about it. And I am now against the fifteen dollars <laughs> because of the repetitive nature of all of you fucking morons and your hack ass takes. Shut the fuck up. Lillian's Sorry. like, I think we should bring back child labor at this point in time. <laughs> Okay. This country is suffering. We have to think outside of the box. <laughs> well, I was like um thinking about how chef culture in restaurants and how the link between that and and low wages and either the like trickle up or trickle down depending on how you see it from like boutique restaurants, the kind of restaurants mm-hmm. that we work in, to fast food restaurants and mm-hmm. casual restaurants. So I was trying to kind of like tease out those links. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Like I said, you know, a lot of QAnon research this weekend. So I think my brain right now, I'm, I'm, I'm too, um, red, I, I'm too connecty right now. I don't envy. I mean, the brief peek behind the Q curtain I've taken is. Yeah, it was to a point where I was showing my housemate something where I was like, they're obsessed with fours. So I was like, can I show you all the times that they they no. did the numerical four? And she was like, it literally, she's like, this is someone who's truly psychotic. And she's like, I don't like reading it. Yeah, no, it's it'll really like sometimes people show me and I was like, I actually can't read that because it makes me feel insane because it is an insane person, unfortunately. Right. So, so that, you have to be careful how much unwell you are taking into your own body. Absolutely. But um, I'm not at the I'm not at a full lid yet, but um, sure. That's just just a little warning from me to you. <laughs> no, nope. as someone who's been noted. on the edge. No, no. Um, Anyways, <clears throat> yes, sorry, continue. <laughs> anyway. The, the, anyways, yes. <laughs> so, of course, um, the, uh, yeah, so the, the minimum wage stuff, I think, we all know. We all know what the right thing to do. We all know inflation. We all know it should be more than 15, ba 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 We all know this because you guys are all smart and you probably are on Twitter and you've seen every fucking possible angle of this. Yeah. Um. I, also, can I say before we get into like actual things, just another bitch thing for me is that um, once again, and this happens, I would say it's at a quickening cycle now, but it, once again, people are like the literal saints who are the people who work in restaurants, they are the purest. Like, it's, I was just like, okay. Again, it's actually so weird for you to speak about people like that. Like, it's so weird to me. It's like, it doesn't, it's not, like, you going, everyone was trying to one-up each other on what, like, perfect people and hard workers, people who work in, like, restaurants. I'm just like, it's so bizarre to me. Yeah, totally. It feels weird, right? It's, it's like... (sighs) It's just like a really weird, um, to me, it's still othering people. It's yeah, I don't know. It's it's tied to something where it's like, you're just, I'm like, do you know people who are like, do you know people who do the kind of labor that you're describing right now? No. Because it's like, it's also, I think. Like, well, this is what I think is also, like, this is, like, part of the thing with chef chef culture is that it's, like, even this idea that, like, 
work should be meaningful or like is mm-hmm. inherently meaningful is like wrong to me. And sure. like the wage is what makes it makes you able to have a meaningful life. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's like I don't care that you personally love restaurants. I don't care that you personally like think that that work is valuable because like if it if the wage doesn't follow, then the per like the person if if I'm not making enough money, then my life isn't dignified. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like yeah. Like it doesn't ma- like it doesn't matter to say, oh, I love this work because it yeah, it's not a complete circle. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's also like you know we all know how fucking dumb our coworkers are. Right. So it's like okay, I don't want to hear it because you know how many absolute morons I had to deal with. They're not the hardest workers. Okay, some of them are. But, but they would, have daddy issues. Okay, and they're always on their phones, <laughs> and they're coked out. They're coked out at the wrong times, right. and it's, like, not helpful. Right. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, I mean, God love you. Obviously, you're, I'm, you're a very fun coworker, but... Yeah, I think, and just, again, to, like, to hit on the talking points, it's, like, it's... There's this, like, fundamental misunderstanding that Twitter drives that it's, like... Um, like polling or like the popularity of a policy is going to like lead to it being enacted, which is just like Mm -hmm. in this particular country that we live in, not true. (laughs) So like your vocal support of it is like, even like, I'm not even saying like, don't be on Twitter, be writing, be writing your congressperson. I'm saying like, I, I don't know. No, it's all... It's, it's all, tough. Like, we just live in a country where, like, people's opinion on the policies that affect their lives, like, doesn't really matter. And so, like, where do you go with that? And how do you not get fed up when people are like, yeah, this $15 minimum wage, it's like... Where... I don't understand. Yeah. I'm, I'm annoyed when people are posting about it, but I don't know where that energy is supposed to go. Because even if you call every person in Congress, it doesn't matter. It's not going to pass. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously what we all really need to do is uh, trickier than that. And I won't say it on this podcast. Um, <laughs> but like we said, we have Signal and Telegram. <laughs> um, anyways, it all ultimately doesn't fucking matter what happens on Twitter. And it's fucking so whatever. And also this, the serious, the serious, scoldy, sincere Twitter literally kiss my ass. I, I, you've ruined it. You've ruined it. Shut up. And also I need to log off clearly again. <laughs> anyways. Um, but I also think it's interesting because, well, I mean, along with the chef culture thing of like, the paying your dues and like busting your ass. And it's like, sorry, it's just like this. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. You're tired. You're sweaty. I don't care. I had to do it. It sucks. Deal with it. You'll, you'll get somewhere. And it's just this, this constant like sped up thing where it's like, okay. So then the next thing someone gets is like a sous chef and then a chef, but they're always so fucking stressed out and it actually never gets better. And it actually just gets fucking worse. And it's like, I don't understand how this is just like a, a a path that people take. Even if you love it, everyone I know who works in a kitchen is miserable. Yeah, totally. And it's it's again, it's like this 
I mean, that's why, like, I think the wage is, like, such an important piece of the puzzle, but I don't think people should talk about it. But um, it's, like, in that <laughs> Pete Wells piece that everyone got mad about a couple weeks ago, when he was talking about David Chang, he's, like, keeps patting David Chang on the back for talking about mental health and, like, talking about his depression and talking about his bipolar disorder. And I was like, but who cares? Wait, wait. Okay, so here's the thing. I didn't really... I just... I just looked over it and I was like fine whatever yeah. and then people got mad about it and I was like what's going on didn't he I mean that sucks if he did that and I know he loves David Chang he and his, love David Chang. he loves him and I know he loves a lot of other people who I personally know to be assholes so you know it happens right. um but uh was he not a little bit like and the media played a role in this or what? I thought that's what happened, but I might have just made that up. I think he was, but I think it's hard for people who... It's hard to seriously reckon with that, even for someone that we love and respect as much as Pete Wells. I think, like, it's... Like, as soon as you even enter into the space of being, like, how did we create the monster, I think you, like, still recreate the narrative of, like, valorizing that person. You know mm. what I mean? So it's, We're like, how did we ignore his problems for so long? Yeah. And it's, like... Our special king. Like, yeah. he... You know, he was saying, like, basically, his, his article was in response to this woman who was the psalm that... Mama Fuku Ko mm-hmm. wrote mm-hmm. like that whole thing. And then he was like, yeah, it's an interesting piece, but it's also like all publicly available information. And he's like, it's almost like already been incorporated into his identity, his brand, and like how we all perceive him. So he's like, it kind of just, it, it's not going to cut through that noise because it's already all out there. And like mm-hmm. his point was that it was, kind of interesting to hear about a chef's anger from the perspective of a front of house employee, like rather than a cook who's like, Oh, I'm just cutting my, my way. But it's like, I don't know. Like, I think that that it's again, it's like this idea of like David Chang talked about his mental illness. So that can lead to people addressing how, kitchens contribute to mental illness like I'm not really sure what the like what's the cause and effect that Pete is kind of pointing to there it's also like we all know that structures larger than us that we cannot possibly deal with or topple or reckon with create our environment that make us mentally ill so right sorry and like, it's, it's like, just like even that is like okay so okay so I'm gonna I'm going to deal with my mental illness. So I'm going to go to the doctor and get on medication. That's like the big solution. Like it's still, it all reverts back to like, of course, like, well, of course yeah. you're going to have depression. And of course you're going to feel like you have ADHD in this fucking, but those are inventions of what your productive output put should be. You know what I mean? You know, I don't completely <laughs> agree with you when it comes to a lot of mental health stuff. Yeah. So I'll say, you know, I see where you're coming from, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think the more, the more focus and excuses we always put on these guys, I, it's, it's just, a, it's a tough, uh, line to walk because it's like, 
we do want to not call out, but say, hey, this person did this and, you know, this is the effect on me and other people and should he get what he has? And But that at the same time, it's like that refocusing on that person and then that person gets to be like, okay, and like that did happen, but like here's why and then gets to dominate the conversation again and it's just like, this blows, man. Yeah, and I think, yeah whatever. And then also the ending, I think that's what people got particularly annoyed about is that the end of that, like kind of treatise from Pete was like, Oh yeah, there was part in it too. He was talking about me too movement and God bless you, Pete. And he said, we are hearing these stories now though. At first they came from female restaurant workers who spoke out about sexual harassment. People listened. They were outraged rightly. (laughs) Things changed. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> does uh, anyone think that? No. In good faith, does anyone think that? I think what happened was uh, then a lot of uh, bosses were like, said something fucked up and then said, oh, I mean, so we can't say that anymore. Right. That's what happened. That's that what happened. we got an extra little comment. That's what <laughs> right. happened. Right. <laughs> mm, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Love that. Um, so that was an LOL. But then he ended on restaurant work attracts people who have trouble fitting in elsewhere and then puts them under ferocious pressure that in many cases multiplies their troubles. Yeah, that is bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I should probably read the piece before I post it on our social media. Um, I did not. Um, but, uh, yeah, that is weird. That's weird. I was like, what does that mean? I, I, I don't understand where it's like, sorry, it's like a gang of misfit orphans. And then now we're being like worked too hard and we, we crumble. I don't understand what's the scenario here. Right. And it's again, it's like, well, what, so what, like, so what does that mean to you? Like, let's draw that out to its like conclusion because what is the answer? Then we just put office people in restaurant jobs because supposedly, no, we know what happens. We know, we know what happens when they, they come in. Um, Annihilation of fun. Right. Um, <laughs> annihilation of cool. Uh, and it's also like, it's also like, oh my God, everything about it. It's like, okay, so like, why doesn't someone like you or I, quote unquote, fit in to other professions? Let's talk about why that is. There's a lot of fucking reasons why that's the case. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't have to do with us being like too weird to have a job. And it doesn't mean, like, it's also that it doesn't mean that those, like, it doesn't mean that other kinds of industries are better for people, like, for no, anyone, right, even exactly, for normal people. Exactly. And also it doesn't mean that, like, there isn't a way, it doesn't, like, restaurants aren't this, like, unbelievably mysterious thing that like we can't we simply can't know how to address the issues of because so many weirdos work there it's like it's still like a completely addressable issue i mean some of the most boring people i know work at a restaurant so you know it's a great place to work if you're boring because you can make it your whole personality 
Exactly. And that's what so many people have done. You know, I hope they're doing okay now. <laughs> they're going to have to go back to running marathons. <laughs> Anyways. Well, excuse me. I'm doing both. Imagine how I feel. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a misstep from Pete, to be sure. And uh, I think... I don't know. His heart's in the right place, but it's, you know, I don't know. The, it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird all over the place take. It's a weird all over the place take. And I guess to me, it's like, because it's coming kind of in the midst of this discussion of the minimum wage and the tipped minimum wage and the value of this labor, it's like to not address, like, it's like you can talk about like David Chang's anger and you can talk about like the rage in that workplace and the, like the punching of the walls and the throwing of the food and whatever, but it's also like not paying people is violence. So like you can, you can make like this really like you can draw this profile of this really interesting character, but if you're not going to like address that level of violence, then it's, it's all, fake it's all the mm. media machine to me i'm gonna start saying that when i'm like so this salary you're offering me is violence <laughs> you should okay <laughs> and i'm gonna con- need you to come up with something else and 16 dollars an hour is pa- is um pacifist thank you okay thank you yeah um also i mean i don't know if you know somebody who's worked at one of those restaurants but it's pure hell as you obviously could imagine yeah. um which it's like, oh, whatever. Um, everything that could be fun just isn't because, I don't know. Again, office. It's, it's an office that those restaurants are an office. Those restaurants are point. an office. And except, except you don't have real. Except your boss still punches the wall. It's like, <laughs> great. The worst of both worlds. It perfect. is, and the fucking. It's like that's the real that's their real worry about these wages and that's why you have jose andreas and shit who wants to go around and be everyone's best friend opposing abolishing the tip minimum wage because they're obsessed with hierarchy because chefs are fucking cops and they're obsessed with power they're completely obsessed with their own feelings i mean i would say for like 150k a year you could chase me around a desk (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, so just to clarify. <laughs> just to clarify the scenario, this is that you work in an office and someone pays you in the office to $150, $150,000 a year so they can. No, 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 no. I'm saying I would put up with that for, at that salary. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? No, that's not my job. Oh my god, that's that's something else entirely. No, I just mean not sexual, not sexual. I I just mean like maybe uh yeah like a Mary Tyler Moore workplace. Oh sure. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I would take the (laughs) I would take the overt casual sexism any fucking day than the fucking David Changs of this world. Oh, for sure. Leer at me, babe. I don't give a fuck. Just pay me. Oh my god. 
you know? You can baby nostalgia. less if you're going to leer at me, you know? <laughs> that gives me a little, that, give, that pays me in another way. Now I'm rich in another sense, you know? I, I, I would kill for it. Uh, at this so, point, the last time I got leered at, can't even remember. Can't even recall. Yeah, well, it's also winter. It's tough. Um, you know, those bulky jackets. One has to really use their imagination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's very Victorian. <laughs> you might see my ankle peek out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Little dance-go clog. <laughs> dance-go clog, the ankle emerges. <laughs> Um, oh my god, that actually is so hot. Okay. Um, <laughs> Focus. Fuck. Um, the gloved hand. Okay. Um, we have to wrap this up because we have to go um, Yeah. talk on our wine panel. But, um, yeah, I basically think that... I think that chefs drive low-wage culture and the acceptability a lot more Mm -hmm. than Mm -hmm. people give them and a lot of people are saying oh you you know again people are putting it into this individual taste thing of like consumers don't think that burger flippers make enough they don't think that work is valuable or this person doesn't think this policy is correct or whatever but it's like well who are the leaders in the industry and what are they doing and what they're doing is they're disparaging workers especially fast food workers who are yeah the victims of the thing is too like there's you can't just talk about the food service industry in broad terms because lives are so completely different for, for you yeah. know what I mean yeah. it's like it's like fast food is its own fucking monster yeah and, and that has to that has to be dealt with in in different ways because it just just does so it's just not a helpful it, uh, specific conversation that people are having because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, totally. Usual. And I think that chefs do a lot of the work of obscuring those things. And and when they talk about restaurants, they talk about it in such broad strokes and they want it to, they want people to associate restaurants with like their artistry. With their, them, with yeah. them. And that's the thing is that they take, right, they take all of the focus away from anything else where you might be like, where did this come from? Who did? Yeah, yeah. It, they take their ego. Yeah, it's completely you know. ego driven, and they don't acknowledge that mo- the most people who work in restaurants and most people who dine in restaurants are not going to, uh, you know, a boutique restaurant in North Brooklyn. They're going to a chain. They're going to a franchise. They're working and eating in those places, and. It's all fine and well to hear from chefs who don't work in those places, but they, them controlling or driving any conversation is not helpful. Also, we should say that when we speak of chefs in this particular episode, I, into my mind, we're critiquing more like the chef owners slash celebrity chef. Yeah. As far, you know, people, we know people who are chefs who are just like, work in a kitchen and are good people you know, and whatever. Are good people. Um <clears throat> Yeah. We we give back a house a lot of a lot of shit, but you know, no, we, we love you guys. Um but all bosses are bad and managers are bad and that's what um a lot of chefs 
understand themselves to be. Yeah. 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 Um, I put on that lip injection lip gloss and I think it's giving me that like juice ring around my mouth. Oh yeah. I got some of that for Christmas. It's not a good product and it doesn't work, but you know, I still try it out every once in a while. Oh, I put it on. Yeah. At least three times a week. I'm like, this hurts and it looks bad because it just gives me like the red chap thing around my fucking mouth. But yeah. You look like you have hand, well, foot, mouth disease. Literally. God. Okay, anyways, um, we have to go, everybody. We have to go. We need to leave. Um, um, but... Anyway, I have extensive notes and thoughts, so if you want to hear more about it, just email oh, me. Oh, okay, sorry. No, no, no I'm kidding. What you wanted to get through. Oh, it's literally too much. It's I'm telling oh, you, okay. it's not healthy. Okay, well, that's fine. I mean, we can do a two-parter even if there's <laughs> nope, more you want to talk about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Something we've never done in this podcast history, which, you know. Um, great. Well, let's see. Once again, I think no new patrons. I'm going to say a third week in a row. Yeah, and that hurts because we put out our um, newsletters, so it means that you don't, don't want to hear our, our, our wise words. Yeah, we haven't had a new patron since uh, December 21st, so... A Christmas miracle, it was. It was a Christmas miracle, and now, you know, um, you hate us, and that's fine. It's fine. So, and we it's fine, I don't, I, I don't care. Yeah. Um, just kidding, we love you guys. We know times are tough, and we will talk to you soon. Okay? Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.